Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk about some under-the-radar players, some sleepers, whatever you want to call it. We got two players each that are either ranked beyond the top 50 at receiver or top 40 at running back. That we, we we like, we think there's an opportunity for them this season. I'm not going to say, hey, they're going to set the world on fire necessarily. But we think there's some good opportunity, and this will be a good later round pick. Um, yeah, things can change. We're we're still five, only not even, we're like four and a half months away from drafts. That's not that far. No. <laughs> four and a half months, it's not. But all right, we got two players each. Let's get into this, Jeff. Who's your first one? The first guy that I want to talk about is a running back, and that is going to be Trey Sermon of the 49ers. We talked about him just recently on another podcast because of Elijah Mitchell, but he is currently ranked as the 52nd running back, which seems pretty darn low. Mm -hmm. Currently he is, depending on where you're looking, he is still considered the fourth on the depth chart of that 49ers roster. Yeah, is he really though? Yeah, I don't think he, he is. I do believe Elijah Mitchell is ahead of him, but that is okay. They use a lot of running backs. More than likely they have Trey Sermon, which is going to be a second year QB. They're going to need to establish the run. They've always used, uh, you know, multiple running backs. And Mostert's finally gone. The other two guys technically ahead of him right now is Jeff Wilson, with which they just signed to a one-year deal, not anything huge. I think he's definitely more for to make sure they have depth. And Jermichael Hasty, who hasn't really done anything with it yet. Trey Sermon happens to be the highest draft pick they used on a running back out of any of these guys. So... I do think Trey Sermon will work his way to second on that depth chart. And because he's such a bruising running back, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they use him around the goal line, which I think would just elevate him to a, a different level where he wouldn't necessarily have to have the bulk of the shares that a lot of these other guys do. Um, his numbers weren't bad. They weren't overly impressive. I wasn't a huge fan of him last year, but I do think having one year under his belt in the NFL is going to help. And I have heard his coaches speak highly of him and say, Hey, he just needed to learn a few things. His running style wasn't really wouldn't really work in the NFL, but we still are very high on him. Um, and last year he had 41 rushes, so not a lot of work. Um, 167 yards, that is 4.1 yards per carry. Not terrible. I mean, it was serviceable, and he only had one touchdown. He didn't get enough work for me to feel like he was a bust. Um, so I think this is a a uh, high upside pick that you can get relatively late who people were just, you know, going crazy over last year. I think this is the time to finally get him. Yeah. I, I, I like, I'm an Elijah Mitchell fan. I like him. I think he's opportunities there, but I, but my hesitation, like I said on the last show is, is Trey Sermon. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he looked bad when he played. He was a good player in college. I think there's an opportunity there. And if you're looking for players down the list, like he's, yeah, he's definitely, one of them for sure that you're gonna you're going to look at and think okay maybe maybe this is gonna be the guy I go after right and it's a it's a good it's I think there's little risk to it especially if you do get Mitchell why not throw Trey Sermon on the end of your bench you can't hurt it can't hurt at all to just see what you know see what you got in him I guess right so yeah I I like I like the I like the pick all right so my first one I don't think eh, I don't think you're gonna like this one as much <laughs> okay um, you probably be like ah, okay whatever. Uh, I'm going with Jamison Crowder. 
See? Yeah. Boring, right? Uh, a little bit. But <laughs> not maybe not bad. <laughs> so Jamison Crowder. I don't have let's see, I don't have his current rank in here. It's I know it's beyond the top fifty, right? But he just signed with Buffalo. That's the key here. He just signed with Buffalo. No more Cole Beasley. No more Emmanuel Sanders. So it's Stefan Diggs. It's Gabe Davis, who was awesome in the playoffs, right? And they still, you know, Dawson Knox. But Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders both had a lot of opportunity on that team last year. And that's going to go somewhere. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Do you think, is this team running the ball very much? <laughs> no. They can support another receiver. So I'm not saying Jameson Crowder is just going to be just massive numbers, but he's you can definitely see him being that guy who's going to just be a, you know, Josh Allen's going to get him the ball. He would get Cole Beasley the ball. He would get Emmanuel Sanders the ball. He's going to get the ball to Jameson Crowder. That's just what Jameson Crowder does. This might be more, again, like I always say, Jameson Crowder is more PPR, right? He's going to get that 7 for 70, maybe 8 for 70, maybe 9 for 60. I don't know, but he's going to rack up the catches. And I think he's going to be a good option here in a great offense. This will be interesting to see how the guy can play. He's always been like borderline fantasy relevant. You know what I mean? Like he's just always on, he's always there. He's never completely out of the conversation. He's, I swear to God, this guy's, how many times is Jameson Crowder like on our waiver wire list? He has one of those, ah, Jameson Crowder, like you pick up him. Do we want to? I don't know. But he's been playing for the Jets and what, Washington. It's never been exciting. This is different. If he can really play, this will be the time to, sh- to show it here. And we'll get, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, he's not played on good teams. So he's always performed pretty well the last you know is uh first year with the jets 78 catches 833 yards six touchdowns that's not a bad team and he did that so i'm really curious to see what he can do here so James i like Crowder. that it's kind of a hot take i i like that um i i worry his his forte is obviously in the middle of the field and, and kind of uh shorter routes so he doesn't usually get a ton of yardage i but on a good offense i don't know if that will hold with all these yeah. weapons around him so i think I think that is an interesting pick mm-hmm. to pick a guy that is a, a proven wide receiver and that goes to a, a very he's good team. More, I think he's just more under the radar because it's Jamison Crowder. It's not interesting. And sometimes maybe not interesting can help you win. doesn't have to always be flashy. You get him and you're playing like a three-receiver league and you're if you throw him at that third, third, third spot and he's just going to get you some points every week and you're not thinking about it, I don't know. I like it. I, I think it's an interesting pickup. So Jamison Crowder. And I'm pulling up where he's ranked right now, and I can't find it. Of course, he's gonna be pretty low, probably, unless he moved up since I did it. But oh well, if he did, I'm not too worried about it. Can't find him. He's probably just not even. Who knows where he is, right? Yeah. So Jameson Crowder. All right. Cool. Who's your next one? Oh, um, he's, he's 83rd. 83rd. There yeah, we go. There. That's healthy. Um. So the other guy I'm going to talk about, we we're going to go outside uh, the top 50 for wide receiver. I couldn't pass this guy up. He's not, um, you know, he's ranked 54th right now as a wide receiver, but I think he has some of the biggest upside that we're going to see this year is Rondale Moore. He's on the Cardinals. Him them getting rid of Kirk opens up the the pathway to him having huge numbers if he learned anything from his rookie season, which. He is lightning in a bottle. He has so much upside as far as uh, athletic ability. He's a shorter wide receiver, but you can use him in all sorts of ways. And if you're going to put him in the slot, this guy could be so dangerous with someone like Kyler Murray, who, you know, you have to worry about him running as well. This guy, uh, I mean, it was only two years ago, but when he was going into the draft, he ran, I think it was unofficial, so you take it with a grain of salt, but uh, sub 
4-3. Like, he is that fast, and he is incredibly strong. He kind of reminds me of uh, Eckler, in a way, where because he's a shorter guy, you don't understand how freakish they are. And this guy really is it. And if you're looking at the depth chart right now, it is so wide open because you have DeAndre Hopkins, who is obviously an amazing wide receiver, but he's getting a little bit older, and he got banged up last year. And then who else do you really have? I mean, A.J. Green, is he is he back? I, I, I think don't know. He's I, think he I think he's gone, yeah. Um, other than that, he is the guy. I mean, he, right now he's slotted mm-hmm. to start at the slot, which I think would be a great place for him. Yeah, I mean, he's the number two at this point. Yeah. Um, so they probably will add someone, I would assume. Yep. But it's not going to touch him. And I think that's what's so amazing about it. And and with that offense, too, I think that it, it kind of fits his uh, – I think on another team, I wouldn't be as high on him because I'd be like, you're going to just see a short wide receiver. You know what I mean? right. But here, they can really get creative and get him the ball. So, Rondell Moore, I'm very excited to see what he ends up doing. Yeah, I, I like Rondell Moore. I was a fan of him heading into the draft last year. I just got his uh, an autographed rookie card of his. So I mean, Did you? Yeah, I'd like – I'd really like him to break out. That'd be even better. <laughs> Give me a couple dollars there. So I'd, be, I'd be really happy to see that. But no, I, I like I like Rondell Moore a lot. I, I like that pick. He's if he stays down there in the ranks, that's going to be a guy that's going to be on a few of my teams for sure. And and just to show even what he did last year, it was it was good to see him get a a little bit of work. In um, 14 games, he started seven of them, but he had 64 targets go his way, caught 54 of them, 435 yards, and he only had one touchdown. So And he had 18 rushes for 76 yards. So they were already trying to get him involved in different ways. He didn't really have any too big of breakout games. But if you think about all the weapons that were on that team, mm-hmm. and then Kyler Murray getting hurt kind of late, um, you know, it, it capped it a little bit. So this is, I mean, this is shaping up to be beautiful. All right. Let's go with my next pick. And I went with, this one could change, but I went with Alan Lazard. He's currently 59th. And you got to think Green Bay is going to add somebody, something, right? They're going to draft somebody. They have to. Obviously, they have to. They, worst case is they have to draft somebody. In reality, they, who knows? They might they might add Julio or Jarvis Landry. They might add somebody, right? But as of now, they don't. It's Alan Lazard. It's Randall Cobb. It's Juwan Winfrey. It's Amari Rogers. That's their depth chart right now. Alan Lazard. If that stayed, which we all know, they're going to have to. They have to add somebody. Right? Yeah. They have to, have to, have to. But if they didn't, Alan Lazard jumps. And you, I mean, either way, I think what worst case Lazard is there, I think he's probably there too. And he's going to get opportunity. And Aaron Rodgers is going to make it work, I feel like, in, in a fantasy relevant way. Maybe it won't be great for their team. I don't know how that's going to play out. But man, this is, it's so weird that. Aaron Rodgers comes back and no Devontae Adams. I don't know what's going on. But it could benefit Alan Lazard a lot. And at 59 right now, if you're getting the Green Bay Packers top receiver, I mean, obviously that's comically low if they don't add anybody. He'll jump quite a bit. But he's still not going to jump like forever. He's not going to be way up there. I could see him. I don't know how how high can you see Alan Lazard getting if he's the guy. He's, he can't be. I just keep, keep saying this. There's no way. But if he was. I mean uh... – 30? Even I was going to say, even if he was the number one overall guy, I, I think he goes high 20s. All right. B- best. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But he, as of now in the 50s, yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going to take a shot at that, see what, what happens there. I'm curious what they're going to do. They have to draft somebody. They, I mean, you think they might even, I mean, maybe you sign a Julio, maybe like uh, a Band-Aid player. I, I, I looked at like, 
he does have all the opportunity in the world. And you think like, I do believe that whoever ends up there will, Aaron Rodgers will make sure it works. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like even with Devonte Adams, you had three years of being the two or three, like working your way up there. And you only end up with 35 receptions, 33 and 40. Like last year he had eight touchdowns. He was starting to mm-hmm. kind of come on a little bit. I don't, I don't know if I see that for him, but if someone's going to have to do it, someone does. Well, here's Either the thing: or I'm just going to draft both of their running backs well, because <laughs> if it's if it's Julio, they sign. What's what's to say how, Julio can do it? How many games can he actually? How play? many games can he play? Is he hit the? Has he hit the cliff? Is he? Yeah. Remember what happened to Andre Johnson? That seems to be yeah. where all of a sudden Andre Johnson couldn't play anymore. Oh, Kelvin, and where Johnson, Kelvin was about to get there. Pick, Kelvin had pick the, any large yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, even Rodney White to a certain extent. I mean. Yeah, I agree with you. And the only thing that is, I mean, I do feel like he is going to be, here. here's my worst nightmare for Alan Lazard. I, I agree with you in principle, but uh, there's so many good wide receivers that are pretty decent. We don't really know who's a standout. We just think that there's like 10 and you're like, I think all of them yeah. can play a little bit. They draft a rookie wide receiver um, and then they add someone like Julio. And then Lazard is technically the number one or two, mm-hmm. but because of that, teams know how to play him. They and then the rookie and Julio split the rest, and and Alan Lazard ends up again with, you know, he jumps up to like 50, 60 receptions, right. but you know, you end up with that seven hundred yards and like three touchdowns, and you're in middle land again. If all the Packers do is uh, draft a receiver in the first or second round, is they're ever going to have been a higher ranked rookie receiver in fantasy football than that guy. It's going to get ridiculous. It will get pretty crazy. I mean, it's going to get nuts. Well, if he had a bigger name, maybe say, depends on who it is. But there's no real big names. I mean, there's good players. No, no. I, I mean, I do. I like, uh, I like a bunch of them. If it was Burks or yeah. one of the Ohio state receivers, London or yeah. Oh, Giving him one of the speedsters would be really interesting. That would really uh, that would really amp it up it's if like they Garrett got a Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. or even Olave. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. Actually, no, who would be great? Um, I was starting to get into the whole wide receiver thing, um, and I'm gonna forget his name. He was from, I believe, North Dakota. Um, Christian something. Um, wow, that's really Christian in-depth. Watson. Thank you, Christian Watson. He is tall. He is fast. He's, and because he's he came up the boards, be, it seems like because he came from a smaller school, I think people are sleeping on him a little bit too much. He feels perfect for Green Bay, and I do think that guy can play uh, right away. I think there's a bunch of them that can play right away. But I like the speed. I like the size. I like all of them, and they don't have to get him in the first round, which I don't think they want to do anyway because yeah. they're Cri- Green Bay. Christian Watson, six four two oh eight. 4.3640. Yeah. Watch for that guy. And I think he was like, yeah. depending on where you're looking, he's still ranked like the eighth best wide receiver. And I'm like, that. watch out for that guy. He's an interesting one. That's for sure. I yeah. Li- uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, he, he, he's, I think, going up the boards too. We'll see where he goes. Yeah, we, we should have a, we should have a, an episode soon about oh, yeah. pre, pre-draft and get into that. Cause that is really fun to watch. And I would love to know your thoughts because we haven't really talked about this as I look to a camera. But um, we haven't really talked about it, but like where – what we actually – I think there's going to be a lot of wide receiver discussion. Mm-hmm. And then the running back discussion is going to be even hila- more hilarious because we're like 
No idea. Yeah. All depends on where they oh, land. Oh, 100%. Those guys are going to depend on spot. It's going to be about five Clyde Edwards. I haven't even thought like, about it. Gonna fall? I haven't even thought about what the spot could be that would even benefit right this year. There's some Not years, that many. Right? Usually there's like a spot you're like, okay, this guy's, they're getting a running back and it's going to be huge. I don't know what that is right now. No, I feel like think a about lot of, I feel like a lot of depth picks. Yeah. Hmm. Like Denver, if they don't get Melvin Gordon, they could grab one, but you, who wants to be behind? Yeah. Javante. That's no going to be interesting. I don't really see that that spot right now. I mean, not, not off the top of my head. We look at it more. There might be. I'm, I'm, I might be missing something right now. I'm, I'm just not. There was really no Buffalo, one that... Buffalo, I guess. No, I don't want to. I, don't, I know what you mean. Like, they're the only ones that like don't have. like They're the only like good team that I can think of that doesn't have like the guy. Yeah. Well, man, you would just add him. He would be useless on that team. I don't know if they'd even look at that, but I'm just trying to think of. Even if he ended up number one, we've seen what happens, you know, with Singletary and Moss. Uh, your number one running back is your qu- quarterback. Yeah, it's true. You wouldn't um, really want that. Actually, does Baltimore? It's it's Dobbins and Edwards. Hopefully, coming back both. I know, but they're both coming off injury. I, I mean, that would be an interesting. Everyone's one coming like, off we'll injury. That team. Everyone is. Uh, All right. <laughs> no, I, how can I? We is bothering me. We can't think of one good landing spot. I'm sure it'll come to me as soon as we end. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm usually there is for sure something. Oh yeah, look at some of the teams here. Like we said, Buffalo, New England, no. Dolphins, no. Jets, no. <laughs> Bengals, no. Steelers, no. Browns, no. Ravens, probably not. Tennessee, no. Colts, no. Texans wouldn't be a good landing spot. They need a guy, but they're they not a good them, landing yeah, spot. Uh, Jacksonville, no. You wouldn't think. No, because the ETN's coming back. Chiefs, no. They just signed Ronald Jones, too. Raiders, no. Chargers, no. Well, I mean, they could add somebody with Eckler, I guess, but yeah, you're not the guy. Broncos, no. I mean, would be with Javante. They're probably going to resign Melvin Gordon. I would think, which is actually going to really yeah. hurt Javante's. Cowboys, no. It's Zeke and Pollard. Eagles, maybe. Yeah, Eagles would be a good land, good landing spot. Eagles, actually. yeah, because if they draft somebody, that means they're probably signaling. Um, they're don't. Miles Sanders isn't. They're not believing. He's not cutting it. Yeah. Commanders, no. No. Giants, no. Packers, no. Vikings, no. Bears wouldn't I mean no. They could add somebody, but yeah, but Montgomery's going to get Lions, the- no. Bucks, they could add somebody because Fournette's well, Jones just left, and Fournette's getting older. Yeah, yeah. So they could add somebody, but again, that's not that's not a spot where you're like, okay, you again, there's no slot them in. Like this is awesome. Saints, I guess it all depends on yeah. So actually, Kamara. I forgot about that because of Camara's. Yeah. If there's more situation. stuff happens, which it's, it's been very si- silent. Yeah, not. That. I don't feel good about that one. No, Falcons would not be. The Falcons could use a guy, but I just don't. Also, you have too many places. Like you You're, let you, you let Cordero Patterson just run himself yeah. ragged. No. Panthers, no. Rams, probably not. If they if, okay, that would indicate that they don't think Acres can do it. They have Acres and Henderson, and yeah. they could resign. Sonny Cardinals, they only have James Conner. So they could get somebody, but James Connors there. So again, it's not a spot where you just you're the guy. No, you're yeah. in a thing. San Francisco, they, no. I don't see it. And Seattle, it, they could get somebody, but it's not a good but they spot. They just signed Penny, right? They resigned Penny, and yeah. So there's not there's not like man, this this, could be, this will be a whole episode, but there's not this spot that I can see anybody going unless there's a yeah. There's not a lot. Philadelphia is probably the best of what I saw there. No, and running backs and don't get paid Miles anymore. If, if, if you're one of these running backs that are coming out this year, you have to be like, I mean, you're super yeah. psyched. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, <laughs> you have a great, uh, great life opportunity coming, but you do have to be like, yeah. dang, like, yeah. you know, I am like three I years. I should have been late. a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. 
that could be Christian Kirk level and be getting insane money. Like I, I still can't get over that. I really can't. Marcus Valdez Scantling, his deal, what he got with the Chiefs? No, um, with the Chiefs, why would they pay? Let's see, what was that? What did that contract end up being? Uh, three years, thirty million. Dude, why is that? That's like the because they did uh, da, 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 who was it? Um, same team, uh, Zay Jones. He he had a very similar contract to that. It was about ten million a year for three, I think three or four. And you're kind of like those guys do not deserve ten million a year. Wide receivers, man. It's, where, it's, who, get, who, it's who gets paid now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm them, like this is one of those where why not draft two wide receivers this year if you already like who knows, man. You don't need any more, like man. I don't know. All right, there we go. That'll do it. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>